in three, two, one, rolling. Well, welcome back to Upstart, a daily and caffeinated podcast to help us learn, grow, and encourage as we study the Word of God. So why don't you grab whatever you're drinking today, whether it's coffee or tea or whatever you've got close by, grab a quick sip of it, and let's jump right into the Word of God this morning. What I want to talk to us about today is the is what I want us to talk about today is the fact and the truth that Christ truly is supremely sovereign over the universe. That he truly does uphold all things by his word. That he truly is the God that he says he is. When chaos comes into our world, whether it's through stuff like COVID-19, whether it's the Spanish flu, whether it's war, or plague, or pestilence, or persecution for the Christian, one of the things that we can encounter is a wavering faith of whether or not we actually believe that God truly is in control. And we'll say that, you know, Jesus is still on the throne, that he's still in control, but it is in this time it is in this time, times when things seem most chaotic and seem most out of control, that we do not need weaker theology, but rather we need theology that has been solidified. We need to have a knowledge of God that is not rooted in our feelings, but rooted in the fact of Scripture. What I mean by that is that too often, especially today, in today's age, we no longer have a theology that is rooted in the inerrant word of Scripture. The inerrant word of Scripture is this. The 66 books of the Bible that were written by men, inspired by the Holy Spirit, and possess inherent authority. And inherent authority means that I don't need or no body or no person uh, that's a human gives authority to the Bible. So the book of Colossians, the book of Philippians, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all the Old Testament, all the New Testament, all 66 books combined possess inherent authority, which means they have authority in of themselves. And we need to ground ourselves in that knowledge that the, in, the inherent authority of Scripture reveals to us who God is, his divine attributes, what he has done, how salvation has been accomplished for you and for for everybody else and for me. And it reveals to us the nature of God. It reveals to us who God is. It is his self-revealing, his self-revelation of who he is to the people of the world. It is a letter that has been crafted to us by the working of the Holy Spirit. In psalms and in hymns and in history and in laws and in letters. and It is a beautiful masterpiece inspired by the Holy Spirit of God. And we need to be grounded in it because it is our authority as Christians. The Bible is what we lean into and on. It is our crutch. I have no problem with saying that I use God as my crutch because I need to rely on him. I must rely on him. Why? Because when chaos begins to press into my world, it is not myself that I must rely upon. Because we'll see throughout the entirety of the scriptures that man is not strong enough. 
Man is not able, man is not capable to rely on himself. Man needs God to make it through the day. Just the day. Not just counting the life, but to to last through the day. We must live and lean into the almighty power of God to sustain us through the day. Our heartbeats do not occur without the Lord say so. Our breaths do not fill our lungs without the Lord say so. The, the stars in the universe do not burn without the Lord say so. And so we must understand and be grounded in, especially in times of chaos. We must possess a theology that is grounded in the doctrine of Scripture. That Jesus truly is in control. That he is sovereign. That he is the the king of the universe. That there is, as John Piper says, not one square inch of one thing in all of the universe that Jesus is not universally proclaimed as his. We must know this God of the Bible. Especially in times of chaos. Because when when the boat is breaking up, when the sea is storming, when the world rages and nations are clashing... And when viruses and pandemics hit and persecution comes in the life of the Christian, it is not weak theology that is based upon the human heart or human feelings that the Christian must rely on. It must be, be, it must be theology that is grounded in the sure foundation of Scripture. It must be grounded in the knowledge that Jesus is supremely sovereign. And we see this clearly in the book of Colossians, a letter from Paul to the church in Colossae. In Colossians chapter 1 starting in verse In Colossians chapter 1 starting in verse 15 he writes this, He Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So let's break that down real quick. What is Paul writing? Paul is saying he, Jesus, he is the image, the imprint, the 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 showing of the invisible God. He is God made visible for us. He is the firstborn of all creation. He he is the first thing. That doesn't mean he's the first created thing. It means he is the first thing. He has a inherited authority. He has a authority that supersedes all of creation. He is the first thing. For by him, verse 16, all things were created in heaven and on earth. Visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. So he is before all things. Verse 17, he is before all things and in him all things hold together. So he upholds all the things in the heavens and all the things on the earth. He upholds all the things that are visible and invisible, whether they are dominions or rulers or authorities They've been created and upheld so that they might come to worship him, to bring him honor, to bring him glory. 
In him, all things hold together. He is the reason they maintain their existence. We are what we call contingent beings. We rely on something outside of ourselves. God is not contingent. He is what we call a necessary being. Because God is necessary, he's the only thing that is necessary for everything else to exist. He's the only thing that can self-sustain. He's the only being that can be like that. And from him, from the Lord Jesus Christ, everything else has come. Verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. What does that mean? Well, yes, he is the beginning, but that's that's not what Paul's getting at. We're not he's not talking about alpha and omega beginning and in here. He's talking about what the what the Greeks or the Romans would have thought was necessarily the end, namely death. And he is saying, No, 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 no. What you think is the end, he is the beginning. Why? Because he is the firstborn of the dead. So that in everything he might be preeminent. So even in those who are resurrected, he receives those because he's the firstborn from the dead. He is resurrected. He's alive. And and we're going to be celebrating Easter this Sunday, April 12th. And and this is something we need to know down deep in our bones. That he is the firstborn from the dead. Because Jesus is risen. Because Jesus is enthroned. Because Jesus is alive and well in heaven physically resurrected we true we too shall rise verse 19 for in him the fullness of god was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven making peace by the blood of his cross verse 19 means that that the full all that god is dwells within the person of jesus christ jesus is the I am. He is the God of creation. And through him, through his action, through his work of reconciliation, by coming to the earth, living a perfect life, dying upon the cross, going into the grave, and being resurrected on the third day, we know that Jesus has made peace to reconcile everything that fell because of sin back to God our Father. Because he has made peace by the blood of his cross. How has he made peace? Not only has Jesus born, bore the sin of man in his death, he also bears the wrath of God. You see, God is both just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus Christ. He has We have peace with God. Why? Because Jesus took our punishment. Jesus was the one that was nailed to the cross for us. Jesus not only then bore our sin, but he bore the entirety of the wrath of God so that we could dwell with God for eternity, that we could be recipients of the peace and the mercy and the love and the forgiveness of God rather than his wrath and justice. This is what we need to understand in times of plague and pestilence and persecution. This is what we need to understand. We need to have a hearty and 
robust knowledge that Jesus is who he says he is, that he did what he says he has done, that he is returning, that he is the sovereign king of the universe. There is nothing that happens without his say-so. And, and so often we can forget that, that, that the world can seem to turn on its own, that, that, the, that the world that, and all the chaos that happens can happen on its own. And, and, and the bad things and the good things that happen in our world, they happen on their own. And that's not the case at all. It's the fact that our loving Father has ordained those things for our good for our holiness and for his glory. That's why we need to have a deep understanding and knowledge that Jesus is exactly who he says he is and that he is the king of the universe because we can get lost in the soup. We can get lost in the mess of life. We, we can quickly forget that Jesus truly is in control, that he is the one upholding everything, that he's the one who allows things to happen, and, and he's the one that's in control. And so, Christian, in this time when the nations are raging, when plague is on the rise, when, when there is doubt in the world, my... My hope and my prayer for you is that you return to the God of Scripture and you come to know and rely on His Word, His Word that is steadfast, true, a solid foundation for our lives. And remind yourself that God, in the person of Jesus Christ, is truly on the throne. He is resurrected and He is quickly returning for His church his bride. I hope and pray that you're encouraged this morning. I hope to see you here tomorrow for the next episode of Upstart. Have a great day.